Hey guys, welcome. I'm Greg Potters from albumreview.net and welcome to my podcast. Today, I'm going to be doing an audio review of Radiohead's OK Computer. So, let me set the stage here. I can remember watching MTV in the 1980s and early 1990s. So besides, um, besides the radio, it was really the place that I went to to find new music. It was, it was the place I went to find really any music. Um, aside from the radio, the only other place I became turned on to new music was either to go to the record store and sift through hundreds of records, tapes, and CDs, and usually making purchases based off the album's cover art. It was, you know, it was that simple. But one day in late 1993, I can remember getting home from school, throwing my backpack into the coat closet. And I mean, throwing that thing. It was like I wanted it to disappear so bad. Running into the den and immediately going to channel 53, which on my cable network was MTV better known as music television for those of you born after the late 90s. And by 1993, the grunge scene had really cemented its place as the most successful running rock genre for that time. And I was, I, I was into this scene. Um, and I can remember by 93, kind of a little bit sort of feeling like I was growing tired of a lot of the copycat bands that were appearing. So as I turned on MTV, the VJ was introducing a video by a new band out of the UK called Radiohead. The song was Creep. Okay, so I was up for some new music. I had a fond memory of hearing the opening riff and then the opening verse and chorus. But then pointing my beat-up JVC remote control at the TV and changing the channel while saying out loud in a room full of no one, mind you. No thanks. It was on May 21st, 1997, a rock band with some reasonable commercial success out of the UK, Radiohead that is, released their third studio album called OK Computer. The album illustrates what it's like and what it will be like eventually to live in a world where computers roll. So technology and computers certainly played an important dominant role in society in 1997, but nothing like it is today. For the band, I believe, was truly ahead of their time writing lyrics to music that showcased their eventual downward spiral of society, where social media essentially runs this planet. The writing is a message that all this capitalism has not led to survival of the fittest, but more led to emotional isolation and what I think political illness. So I can honestly say that this band did not fully appear on my radar as being, you know, rock and roll hall of fame worthy until I heard the album in its entirety in 2005. So I was bowling with some friends. One of them handed me a compact disc with no writing on it and told me to play it immediately when I got into my car. So I did, and the rest is history. 
So a little history about the album. The, the majority of OK Computer was recorded in a large castle in the English countryside named St. Catherine's Court. Believe it or not, the castle was owned at the time by actress. Can we still can we still use the word actress or is everyone just calling it actor now? How do we distinguish between male and female? Okay, anyways. The castle was owned by Jane Seymour, better known for playing the lead role in a long-running 90s television show, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. So days after hearing this album, I went back and I purchased the band's first two albums, which I grew fonder of. But none of their albums compare to OK Computer. None of them. The album starts off with Airbag, a song... Lead singer and rhythm guitarist Tom York said it was literally written about an airbag in a car that saved his life. So York was involved in a car accident and lamented about he was amazed that I survived. An airbag saved my life, to quote the song. Okay, so album's second track, Paranoid Android. This song was the first single released from the album. York is, uh, he's clearly writing about someone he dislikes. Uh, to quote this song, when I'm king, you will be the first against the wall with your opinion of no consequence at all. As fast beat, dark and drab as the song starts, it takes a turn and gets even darker until dropping into an anthemic swing your hands back and forth like lyrical sing-along. Rain down, rain down, come on and rain down on me. I was... Definitely one of those guys at their live show. As the anthem slows, feeling almost like a pagan religious experience, the main riff picks back up and the song takes you deep into their effect-laden guitar sound that's really coupled with about what sounds like 800 other instruments in the background. But I think the song Subterranean Homesick Alien is the one that made me stop and go, okay, wow. I can remember driving on the Massachusetts Turnpike and looking up at the streetlights lined up in a symmetrical pattern that looked like one light continuing as I continued to drive. No, I wasn't impaired, despite me just leaving a bowling alley. <laughs> this album just makes me feel like I am. Uh, next song, Exit Music for a Film, the album's fourth track, was actually written for the 1996 film Romeo and Juliet, starring Claire Danes. It's played at the end of the movie during the ending credits, just as Danes' character holds a revolver to her head, and then the movie just fades to black. So Karma Police, arguably the album's most popular track by diehard Radiohead fans, really presents that Mike Tyson-esque knockout punch that finally turns the lights out, in my opinion. This is usually the band's closing number in many of their live performances. So picture yourself, once again, driving your car, listening to this one on your phone, and finally waving the white flag going, okay, all right, what the hell are these guys up to? How does this band write stuff like this? Fitter Happier takes a gigantic left turn as if the album hasn't done that already. This song essentially plays what mimics a robotic sounding voice from the 1980s and 1990s computers when 
technology was being developed, enabling them to sound as if they were, you know, talking to you. Skipping ahead a bit, the album presents additional punches with No Surprises, Lucky, and The Tourists. But going back quickly to Fidel Happier, as strange as it is, it's not so much a song, but more of a checklist of how to better yourself in the way society encourages. So not that it's too important, but I think it's relevant to mention Rolling Stone magazine listed OK Computer as number 42 on their top 500 greatest albums of all time list. If you have some doubts about the entire list, I understand, but just go back and look it up for yourself. Although some of the albums I enjoy more than others have higher rankings, I think, I really think you guys, Rolling Stone does a, a, a respectful job at describing why each album is ranked where they are. When you you look at it and you see the diversity of many of these albums. It's impressive to see an album by a nineties UK rock band to be among the greats, such as David Bowie, Dr. Dre, Joni Mitchell, Wu-Tang Clan, the Beatles and Miles Davis. So I give Rolling Stone credit for not simply including several rock albums from the same genre and decade in this list. Either way, music is about interpretation, and I'm hoping you don't interpret this review as a cry for just, you know, more rock and roll. As much as rock has shaped my life, I am more attracted to the way music affects the individual, regardless of the genre. It's about how it moves you, rather than coming in first place or 47th place. So I went back and I listened to the band's first two albums in greater detail after I heard OK Computer. They're both influential and they're both fantastic. But there's just something quite different about OK Computer that I think changed the face of music, both popular and alternative and independent music. Their constant innovation puts this album and the band atop my list for one of the best bands to come out of the 1990s. So pick up a copy of OK Computer today or whet your appetite with any of their other albums, both before and after, for each one is genuinely unique in their own way. For AlbumReview.net, I'm Greg Potters, and thanks for listening to my podcast. Have a great day. Take a trip down by the highway Take a trip down by the highway Take a trip down by the highway. Take a trip down by the highway. Take a trip down.